to the 1970s. And Japanese superhero TV is going wild. And in our research, we decided to focus on one particular character that has really stood the test of time. Uh, Iconic and one that even had an American version for just a little bit of time there back in the 90s. We are talking about Kamen Rider this month, starting with the very first 1971 series. Hit it! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your new favorite show, The More You Nerd. My name is Drew, and we are here to talk about Common Rider. That's right. It's November of 2022. It's Tokusatsember. That's a th- name that makes sense that I may change by the time this episode's actually published. And we decided we were going to look at, you know, oh, what are, what are some tokusatsu shows? Because we spend a lot of time talking about Super Sentai, the Power Rangers style, if you will, the, the team ups. And we I personally haven't spent a lot of time looking at the the solo heroes, your Ultramans, your common writers. And we just decided to to actually dive deep instead of get, picking one from this and one from that. Let's just go all out common writer. Uh, but I cannot do it alone. I need my partner in crime. My my rider to my uh, my my uh, uh, motorcycle coach. I think that's what he did. Miles, how are you, buddy? Um, I'm a little nervous, actually, because a common rider is one massively popular uh, internationally. I, I, I honestly I probably I think it might be more power, more popular than Super Sentai these days. Could be. Um, judging just from maybe the people I follow in in those circles, they seem to be more enthusiastic about common writer stuff in terms of how it's treated. And obviously, the most current iteration is uh, that we've had is a more serious, darker take on an older series. But the 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 thing about talking Toku is um, it's. You just kind of have to dive in. Like, I mean, we we could have had an entire podcast on Common Rider alone, and because there's, there's so many talking Tokusatsu, talking Toku, that's a pretty good name. I, I'm Check. pretty sure another Tokusatsu show has used it before. I'm I'm almost positive. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, so it's it's a little intimidating because we are we are not even going to scratch the surface we are doing a, a handful of episodes because we want to kind of sample as much common writer in our format as we 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 can and drew and i talked back and forth about this and because we were talking about doing this maybe metal hero maybe we'll do a couple ultramans and the, the thing is again we couldn't do an entire podcast or side podcast on tokusatsu and japanese superhero shows and it's this is a a a herculean effort that we are kind of foolhardy to attempt to condense (laughs) um so if you are a fan because you know sometimes people pop in just because they're they they sample shows and they oh they're talking about common writer and are expecting deep dives 
Um, sorry to disappoint, but what we are going to offer are because as much as I'm a big fan of a lot of Japanese superhero stuff uh, in anime and as big of a Super Sentai fan as I am, I am a pretty big Kamen Rider neophyte. I've watched one particular show, which I um, own and, and, and love. And we need to be clear, Kamen Rider neophyte is not one of the Kamen Rider series. Um, it <laughs> sounds like it could be. It's not. Yeah, it, no, it, 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 good point, Drew. Um, <laughs> it, it absolutely could have been. And uh, uh, TM on that, by the way. Uh, yeah, totally. yeah. Um, uh, so so yeah and and where miles is a neophyte i am an absolute beginner uh the closest thing i ever saw was uh in the 90s uh coming off of the popularity of power rangers in the united states saban entertainment actually had a masked writer series that borrowed footage uh from one of the common writer series we're going to talk about that one a little more later on in this month um but we i i really wanted to kind of see this a little by little, and we thought, what better place to start than the original series? Now, another thing that we're going to clarify with this, so we're when we say we're doing surface level, it's because we wanted to be able to get the stuff that you can see really easily. And for some common Rider series, it's really, really easy to find them in the U.S. And others, it is absolutely not easy. So we are also kind of skewing towards the stuff that's a little bit easier for people to check out. Uh, without having to go into the deep, dark uh, portions of the of the interwebs to, to find things. Um, so let's kick off our our Tokusatsu November. I, the, well, we'll find a name by the end of the episode, I promise, gang. Uh, while we talk about the 1971 Common Rider series. Um, so this show uh, is a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed what we watched. It is. <laughs> and I think what I appreciate about the these uh, 70s shows, at least from my experience with uh, the Super Sentai, is they really do feel like, yeah, budgets be damned, we're writing manga live action. Because this this feels like someone took a manga. I know there was a common writer manga um, that that came out around the same time as the series, I think maybe a little afterwards. But the cool thing about this is it it, it feels like a cartoon. Like yeah. it has that comic book logic where like you start off and it's, you know, your your secret origin of common writer. And I mean, we get that in the first 15 minutes, if and, that. And when we talk about uh when we talk about the this feeling like manga come to live action, a manga writer and artist is the uh, Shotaro Ishinomori is the one who created Kamen Rider. Um, he is a, he uh, sadly passed away in 1998, uh, but he was responsible for a number of things that I guarantee you have heard of. Oh, uh, I know. I he, know. <laughs> he, he was, uh, he worked with Toei animation for a lot of stuff. He, he created cyborg 0099, uh, excuse me, 009, excuse me. Uh, and all of the 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 different things from that uh, kick hider, uh, which I know as an animated like remake from uh, from uh, Android kick hider, which was like a was that a was that a tsunami show or was that a uh, Saturday anime on sci fi channel? I I feel like sci fi channel. It, it just it seems like something they would have put on there. 
Yeah, it's like uh, he was not responsible for eight man, but like eight man after was something that that always aired on there. Uh, he also did the uh, manga adaptation of A Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, uh, the greatest game of all time. Uh, so this is the this is the person that we are watching uh, their work go into this. He was also the co-creator of Super Sentai. <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, one, one other thing that he did, which is yeah, a pretty, you know, um, yeah. Fun. So, it, and it makes sense. That these these two franchises have been somewhat closely tied because of that, because they they cross over here and there, and obviously they crossed over in the states when you had the Mast Rider uh, Power Rangers uh, backdoor pilot. And and Sentai shows and Kamen Rider shows in the last few years have crossed over up. Uh, fairly regularly they do almost a yearly movie i feel like um so yeah i I love the pace of this immediately it just it feels like an old comic book in the best ways and there is something unpretentious about the way this thing is telling its stories and i know that, that it might throw some people off especially if they haven't watched some 70s programming in a hot minute luckily i've been watching a lot of this era's films with patrick over on um kaiju versus history we were just now getting to the 70s the late 60s and early 70s so i'm very very like ingrained in this time period already yes like this- i just recorded uh a gamera episode two nights ago so this this is very familiar territory and i i gotta say i really appreciate how they are they are giving you these nice, concise comic book stories in 24 minutes. Yeah. So so our story revolves around Takeshi Hongo. Uh, Takeshi Hongo is a motorcycle champion who is uh, uh, like one of the best racers in all of Japan. And he wants to participate in the Grand Prix and go to Europe and race and all this stuff. Um, who is he's also like the smartest man in the world yeah, too with the iq of 600 yes he's also a biochemistry student at the university with an iq of 600 <laughs> because you had to have both this is the era of super science and you had to be both extremely smart and extremely strong and fit like it was it was that era where like you would see somebody wearing a lab coat but they take off the lab coat and have rippling muscles and all of this stuff and uh i mean it, it, it's got elements of i mean especially if you've never seen Kamen Rider or even know what we're talking about when we talk about tokusatsu. Imagine being a fan of these kind of stories. Imagine uh, the Six Million Dollar Man plus Speed Racer plus Batman. Plus a little bit of the Incredible Hulk, at least for the first couple of episodes. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you do have that like him like driving off into being alone. <laughs> except he except he still hangs out with uh, Tachibana the entire time. It doesn't well, then like sense. yeah, that we'll, we'll get to that because there's this whole bit about oh now you can stop running and I'm like was he ever running? Yeah, so so we are introduced to uh to, to Hongo as he is you know doing some time trials with his with his mentor uh, uh Tachibana uh, who will show up a, a a number of times in this. He's kind of like his his number one dude and uh all of a sudden as he's doing this time trial he's he he's gets sort of surrounded by these weird other motorcycle racers that have these sort of like green and black markings on their face and uh and they end up stopping him and kidnapping him and it turns out they are are minions of the evil group shocker 
or shuka, which is such a cool way to say it. I love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, this this, this is uh, you know what? I, you got to add a little dose of like Bond because this 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 aspect feels very much like uh, the Bond movies of the era and even like the the James Bond Jr. cartoon of like, oh, this there's this one evil organization that it's always doing something. It, it is. It is a worldwide uh, uh, Illuminati terrorist organization that that takes takes its its guidance from uh, like former nazis and all this stuff and uh, yeah uh, none of this is like none of this they, they say this stuff you don't you know they're not wearing you know nazi uniforms or whatever because it's not that deep but they uh the way that they're gonna do things is that they are they are kidnapping like these really powerful well-connected people and they have kidnapped uh, uh, uh takeshi hongo because he is super fit and the best the, the perfect specimen the perfect I think they call specimen him. Of, of athleticism and intelligence and they are going to turn him into a cyborg and brainwash him to be a sleeper agent for shocker um fortunately for for hongo in the middle of his transformation they have done all of the They've done all of the he, they've made him a cyborg. Oh, you never really know because he just looks like a dude. Um, <laughs> and they have uh, and they, they've enhanced his abilities and they're teaching him about all of that. And right before they're going to uh, they're going to mind wipe him and, and uh, 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 brainwash him. That's the term I'm looking for. Brainwashing uh, this. This dude comes out. Uh, Dr. Midorikawa, who is one of Takeshi's teachers at the university and frees him. Uh, and so now he has the common writer who is dedicated to fighting back against shocker. This reminds me of so many, so many shows and well, specifically Japanese shows that I love. It's that like, Oh, the bad guys created something. It, either became or fell into the hands of the good guy. I mean, like that very similar to like the Giver. That's a big one. Uh, the organization reminds me a lot of um, Blake on the bad guy's name. Um, uh, from Gotcha Man. Oh, oh, yeah. What was the bad? I remember it from G-Force, but I don't remember if it had the same. Yeah, name I'm, gotcha I'm trying to remember because were they called Spectre? That sounds familiar, but I think that's also just been used in a bunch of stuff like even going back to like to the 60s and. Uh, uh, um, I can't remember anything. I'm a little sick today, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, my brain is not quite working super well, but like uh, Agent 86, Get Smart had the chaos agency like it was mm -hmm. not. It was it's one of those things where you didn't want to make just definitely say it's the Russians. But uh, so you had to make, you know, these these other random multinational evil organizations that, you know, might've had ties to different things, but weren't oh. necessarily identified as anything. Galactor. That's the name of the bad guys in gotcha man Galactor. Uh, so when, so when we have, so, so far, and again, we only watched three episodes of this series because these, uh, and this is a series that's actually easy to find. It is on Tubi TV. It is on uh, Shout Factory TV. The entire, uh, gosh, 98 episode run of this show, which, golly, that's a lot of episodes. Um, 
And and so we the first three episodes are all re- revolve around him going up against other shocker cyborg monsters. Um, yeah, and and the the description of of common of the of the common writer superhero is that he's a grasshopper themed guy, um, imbued with the power of wind, which makes it sound yeah. which makes it sound uh more magical, mystical than it actually is. Like it's yeah. Well, first of all, they don't really hammer in the the grasshopper theme, other than he's got a bug light mask. Um, he's got the we wings also on his really, back. We also don't really know where the costume comes from from what we watched like he just appears like suited up well but you if you see the other uh the the other uh 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 shocker bad guys like we're introduced in the first episode to spider-man yes it's spider-man yeah. and in episode two to batman batman <laughs> <laughs> and then the man scorpion um they they are much more they because we we know they're like that monsters. Sh- they're, I mean, they're actual like monsters, and but they we know they're cyborgs. This is the thing. They use the term cyborg a lot. This looks like more genetic manipulation, but there is both genetic manipulation going on as well because they've used cy- a, a grasshopper DNA. I mean, in the cyborg it, process. There's there's a lot of that in uh, Japanese science fiction. I mean, like like I referenced the Giver earlier, which uh, the bio booster armor is very much bionic cybernetic it messes with all that so like i i can see i i see like kind of the the, the steps and logic they're taking there it, do, it does kind of throw me off because like yeah they, they look like monsters whereas um you know our boy hongo looks like a dude who can he doesn't really have a morph sequence i guess at he this point he, he does not really have a morph sequence which is which is wild um, Which again, this is before these things are are established as tropes. So like, I can forgive it. It's it's more like, oh, I also didn't see Batman change to his costume or something. Like, I I don't care so much about that just because I know that becomes a thing where these characters do kind of have a more sequence and either say something or you know click some things on a bracelet and and become the writer. I, um, I'm just not sure that they that they had figured that out no i mean this, this is point. this is infancy of this stuff i mean ultraman had existed and you know that they, they he had like the watch or whatever but i mean ultraman had i mean it, it went away for a while before coming back on the set i think the same year i think 70 71 is when ultraman returned after a, a decently long absence so you know this this is kind of the the boom of this kind of superhero and and what's so exciting to me is seeing something close to what would be like a superhero movie in live action at this time because we don't i mean yes we eventually get like superman christopher reeve but in terms of seeing actual comic book action on screen live action we're still a long way away from that in the states there's another side to that too that I think is very interesting, and in that this show is pretty brutal for something aimed at children. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of uh, people well, getting I mean, a lot of that stuff was though back then. Like you, what even some of our cartoons, you're like, oh wow. Uh. There's a lot of people getting sprayed with with juices and getting dissolved and 
like common rider punching people and then they dissolve into a red puddle that gets sucked underground like there's a lot of a lot of that happening here um and i also don't know if because I, did, I didn't have a chance to really investigate the demographic but i don't think it was just to get children like i think they were kind of going for a broader demographic you you may like, be right about that and i i, I do not know uh, the the answer to that um but I common rider has always seemed like it's skewed older than super sentai did even though super sentai had it's it's serious seasons too i think it just i think it just varies on the time like it was it was just more expected. Like we weren't, you know, as protective about. about because I mean, things maybe we talk, we talk about like things like, I mean, think of how dark, even in eight years, Gundam gets. Gundam. Well, Gundam gets pretty dark a lot of times. Like yeah. it's, it's what I mean, that, I'm no. talking about like the like 0079. Like that's a dark series. It is. It's a very dark series. And you wouldn't think about it because of its 1979 animation. It also geared to sell toys. <laughs> also geared to sell toys. Um, like I want a rider belt right now. I want one of those weird, dumb fan belts. Those belts are awesome. I mean, that's the cool thing is, I mean, a lot of people kind of put all of Tokusatsu in a Sentai box. And I think that's extremely unfair. That, that that's, I mean, it's like putting every single superhero into one box just because they're superheroes. Yeah, and that's just it's it's not accurate. And I think what's so cool about Super Sentai is that it's an entirely different flavor than you get. Uh, I mean, Kamen Rider. It's such an entirely different flavor than you get from what we know of this this genre and i think that's what makes it so exciting for us to delve into is this isn't just saturday morning cereal for kids like these are really cool pulp stories and they're told in an exciting serialized manner each episode that we watch ends with to be continued and there is a continuing story even if it's done in a monster of the week fashion which the first few episodes are very much samey in that regard, but you do do have a progression of a story. You have, you know, um, the, the origin of Common Rider. You have him being blamed for the murder of a, a doctor at the end of the first one that goes into the second one because the doctor's daughter is trying to track him down and get proof that he's the murderer. And they solved that one pretty quickly. I thought I was going to go one a little bit longer and have one of those kind well, of Spider-Man situations. I think that would have been something if this show had been remade. Uh, a, the Dr. Midori Kawa that frees, uh, that frees uh, Takeshi Hongo in the beginning, we learn had been working with Shocker and tried to, to get away from them. And they, you know, they killed him as a result after he freed, uh, after he freed Hongo from, from what was going on. Uh, but uh, Midori Kawa's daughter, Ruriko, who has been friends with Takeshi for a while. Um, you know, they uh, she's she's a little you know, suspicious of him for like an episode and a half. It's kinda, it's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. But again, 1971, you know, things were things were a little different back then. Um, another thing that was different back then, and I want to take a little side journey to talk about, you know, cause we talk about uh, a lot about, uh, 
we cover Power Rangers stuff, we talk a lot about the characters. Uh, but this is one that I think we also need to spend some time talking about the actor. Uh, the actor who plays Takeshi Hongo, uh, Hiroshi Fuji- Fujioka, uh, who, Miles, I know you know who this is. Um, mm-hmm. He has been known as kind of the face of Common Rider for a long time, despite something that uh, happened early on in his career. Um, but he is known for a number of things. He sang the Common Rider theme song uh in the in the early uh, at least the theme song of the uh of the the episodes that we watched um that changes a little bit because uh of something that happened but he is also known for being the sega saturn mascot segata sanjiro or sanjiro excuse me um do you remember this was a japanese only mascot and it recently returned uh uh for as a sega mascot uh with Sega Shiro that came out in 2020, not that long ago. Uh, do you know who this is, Miles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I th- I thought it was his his son that does that. So he was so so uh, Hiroshi Fujioka was Segata Sanshiro. This okay, okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. icon uh, character for Sega, and that actor's son, <laughs> Maito Fujioka plays okay, the new one I, in 2020 I, I i see yeah i i definitely remember these and you know I, obviously at the time i had no idea about common rider i just knew him from the sega saturn commercials <laughs> i mean he's he's been in a, a lot of stuff of other stuff outside of common rider it's a, a lot of stuff that's you know very japanese that i'm not super familiar with but um I, like i told you before we started recording he is in one of my favorite disaster movies uh called submersion of japan but it was an adaptation of uh japan sinks of which there was have been several remakes including a netflix anime that came out a couple years ago and it's a phenomenal disaster film and i mean it's just cool that he's in it i'm sure mostly because of common rider being so popular well, and it, it, it's it's funny seeing the influence like immediately in Japan, because like even when they brought over Spider-Man. Uh, the civilian identity of Spider-Man was a motocross rider racer. <laughs> it was it was a popular thing. Uh, like so, it was, but like obviously common rider is the, what's helping push that along. So this is where the, the story of this and this is something that I wish I knew before we started recording, because I would have insisted that we watched a couple of other episodes because we have Hiroshi Fujioka playing Takeshi Hongo. Um, and uh, Fujioka had kind of a, 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 a difficult childhood. Um, he was uh, very sick when he was very young and his father got him into martial arts uh, to to kind of strengthen his body over things. And then his father left the family and it was a, it was a, a lot of stuff happened to him, but uh, because of that, he, he kind of went further into, to martial arts and it's why he was cast. He, he was cast because he was this, you know, good looking 1970s virile young man who could do all these crazy moves and things. Just say virile. I did. I, did. <laughs> I wish you hadn't. Um, <laughs> Dude's got like six he's, kids. I mean, you know? <laughs> he's he's incredible. I mean, the fight scenes, while I mean, you know, budget choreography, 
they're really well executed. They really are. There's a lot of there's but you watch some of these things and you look at these like some of the rolls and hits these people are taking as they tumble yeah, yeah. down a hill in full costume. And you I gotta, mean, that, that's that's the price you pay when you don't have much money. It's like, yeah, well, you're rolling down that hill. <laughs> yeah, well. In uh, while they were filming episode 10 of Common Rider. Uh, there was uh, an accident on set. He 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 was riding his motorcycle. Uh, on, I, I, I think this was all filmed wildly, uh, though I didn't see it. Um, he was. Uh, he did all of his own stunts in the suits and all of that because he, he presumed he could because he was strong. He, he could do all this stuff. Um, and the bike the road wasn't as as it was under it was under more construction than he thought it was when they when he started riding and the bike got caught on on it hit some sort of utility wire and his leg got caught in the wire with the bike and the bike came back Ooh. and hit him and he broke both of his legs and 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 it knocked him cold um so he had to so and this is again this is a 98 episode series that we are talking about he had recorded 10 episodes. He was in the middle of filming the 10th episode. Um, and so as a result, and this is something that we did not watch and we did not cover, they introduce a new character, Hayato Ichimonji, who is the new common writer until uh, uh, Takeshi Hongo makes his return in episode 40 of the series. And then they kind of go back and forth as writer one and writer two with a couple of times of them becoming the double riders and teaming up to work together. Um, and they kind of play that off as, as, uh, as Hongo has gone overseas to fight shocker in different locations while, uh, which narrative narratively, I really like because they talk about it being this international organization. And he previously already talked about wanting to go to Europe. So it's, it's a perfect way to, to make the best of a bad situation. Yeah. And so it's it's just so interesting that this guy has been like the face of Common Rider, but he w he wasn't in most of the episodes of the original series. <laughs> just, um, but yeah, after that, obviously, they've changed the way things are done. And this was, again, 1971 in Japan. You know, safety was a concern, but it was also getting getting the shot. Like you think about Jackie Chan doing all his stunts back in the eighties. It's that kind of thing. They were as, as careful as they felt they needed to be. And, uh, and unfortunately he, he paid a little bit of a price, uh, but he has been back in, 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 in the shows over and over again, uh, over, over the, the course of history. Um, yeah, he's, I mean, he's appeared in multiple shows, multiple films. And I mean, it's it's cool to see that. Um, I'm hoping that they give him some sort of cameo in in Shin Kamen Rider. So let's talk about that, because this is something that I'm way more excited about. Um, Shin Kamen Rider is is something that is supposed to come out uh, in March of next year, March of 2023. And uh, it is a live action remake of the original in movie form of the original Kamen Rider series uh, by by creator Hideki Anno. Um, Hideki Anno, mo probably most known for uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, uh, but has previously done Shin Godzilla, 
uh and excellent uh shin ultraman which came out this year but hasn't had an a, a true american wide release, release yeah um it's showed at a couple of, of festivals but uh have you know you can't go buy it anywhere or anything like that um and i've seen the trailer for shin kamen rider uh when it first dropped earlier this year i want to go back and see it now that i've actually seen Watch some common rider Watch yeah common rider because it looks so cool and they've got they've got the they're doing rider one and rider two and they've got the they've got them shown in costume and it's just like this awesome 21st century upgrades of the original costumes it looks super cool ah which i mean this is not the first time they've rebooted the original common rider that there there have been film reboots in an attempt to do something like this before um i know one of the movies actually had a u.s dvd release um i don't think it's in print anymore but i'm sure you could probably find it pretty easily it was called common rider the first uh, came out around the time they tried to bring back Common Rider in the States, um, which was Common Rider Dragon Knight on the CW, which I only knew about because I worked at GameStop at the time and there was a Game Boy D- uh, DS game huh. that came out. And I was like, what? We're getting a Common Rider game? There's a show? What? <laughs> um, so I, I, I I'm I'm really I kind of wish that we could have retooled this a little bit. But like, again, the more I think about it, the more this would have become like a second podcast for us because this, I'm like, oh, man, I want to go down this rabbit hole. Yeah. I mean, if you guys wanted to 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 give us a bunch of money to watch all of Common Rider, we totally would do that. One hundred percent. I would just be like, all right, we're doing a tokusatsu show. We're doing jam person. We're doing all of it, you know? <laughs> Uh, you know, it's it's funny. We talk about the uh, the the first Kamen Rider showing up in different places. Um, we talked about my, Maito Fujioka, the, the son of, of the actor who played uh, uh, Takeshi Hongo. Uh, he has his son has actually played uh, Takeshi Hongo in a few different uh, live action series now. That's awesome. Which is which is pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, he's a young kid who's only born in 2003. So he's what is that? Oh, wow. He is young. 18, 19. Pretty wild. Yeah. And and uh, for those, you know, seeking this one out, I mean, keep in mind, it's a, a lower budget show that came out in 1971. But man, does this series have heart? And I mean, obviously, that has resonated with people because this thing has been going strong. And, you know, we still have comrade shows to this day. I. Like even even the stuff that like where I'm like, OK, we got the first two episodes, we have a Spider-Man and a Batman. That's OK. That's funny. <laughs> and the monsters are. Again, they don't have much money, so they're kind of silly, but there is a charm to their silliness, even when it's like the Batman who keeps making this weird like noise. Oh, oh, the thing I love is that they all all of the shocker henchmen uh, of the various guys have their own little sound effect they do like the guys yeah. who work for the batman have like the ee the guys who work for the scorpion guy are like <laughs> it's really yeah it's really interesting it's it's it, it, it's certainly a show that i would I'm, I'm probably gonna like in my spare time like keep going with just to see where it goes and i know it lasts for a while um and has i think the it, it, they don't develop the kind of yearly revamp 
that becomes kind of normal in tokusatsu shows after a while uh because i think i think the next kamara show v3 is a direct sequel it is it, 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 v3 is a direct sequel and uh both common writer one and writer two are feature in v3 um as as which is sort of is very fun backup um, characters for for my first i think my first proper delving into i mean well, i'll talk about my first actual dive into common writer later this month but for for my first experience and especially at the beginning i'm I'm super into it. I really, I really dig the vibe. It reminds me of some kind of more classic manga to anime that I've enjoyed. And it just, it has such a spirit. And even though, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a cheap live action thing. The fact that they don't care that's a cheap live action thing and they just do what they can with what they've got that, that kind of independent film spirit really shines in Common Rider. And as a result, like makes for a really, fun superhero show i'm 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 very very into it as well like i've i'm i'm really i'm excited to dip into more of this uh because there's just so much yeah like i said i mean for us to (laughs) i i look i if if i had the time and the money i would love to do a full-on tokusatsu show with you it would be a lot of fun and we could go further into depth into all the little nooks and crannies although i'm sure there's plenty of shows that have done that like the even even in the states like common writer has a very dedicated fan base and i i'm sure there are better souls than i that could do it justice but i just i want to experience them all and chat about it like there it's <laughs> a lot of fun and i'm i'm really excited to sample more common run this month well speaking of let's talk about next week um as i said this is very much a surface level reading of a bunch of of common writer stuff so we when we're looking at different things we decided to focus on a few specific shows uh, obviously because we only have so much time and so we're actually going to jump uh, to the end of the 1980s for our next show. And this is uh, a show that, that aired from 1987 to 1988. It is uh, the the second to last show of of the the original run of Common Rider. Um, it, it is oh, and, and it's the the second to last show of the Showa era as we bring in our, our Japanese historical eras of things. Um, this is also the first Common Rider show that doesn't have direct relationships to its predecessors. So when we talk about Common Rider and V3 and Amazon and Super One and all these different shows, they all take into account that the previous shows happened before them. This one doesn't so much. Uh, and the show that we are talking about is Common Rider Black. Uh, Common Rider Black features uh, a, a new set of characters that that are that that are a, a talk like descendants of of an alien race that are trying to attack the the it's 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 kind of a it's a very very different story. Um, uh, this is also Common Rider Black. The 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 sequel series. This is the only show to have an absolute direct sequel series with the same main character. Uh, and that was Kamen Rider Black RX, which is what was turned into Masked Rider, the Saban 
uh, Masked Rider series. And we're not going to watch any of that right now. It's just something that I felt like I needed to say. Um, so that's going to be next week. This is where things are going to get a little more complicated just because this show, unlike uh, the first Kamen Rider show, is not quite as available. Uh, now, Toei Entertainment has their own Toei Tokusatsu legit official YouTube channel, and you're going to see us return to that fairly often uh, this month. And the first two episodes of Kamen Rider Black are available on that, and that's what we're going to watch. We're going to watch two episodes. It's not a ton of content, but we're going to try to squeeze out as much entertainment as we can. I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm really pumped to see. Uh, just the different shades of this franchise because uh, i mean i know especially it gets as varied as super sentai and i'm just really excited to kind of dive into more of it because i mean it's kind of like discovering an i don't know a new passion sometimes when you find this whole franchise that you it's almost like like as if i discovered star trek for the first time you know like just, like it, this year and i have so much content to go through and, you know? that there, and that there are you know 40 years of this content F no 50 yeah 50 wow yeah because we're almost 40 <laughs> <laughs> don't remind me anyway um so that is going to be what we talk about next week to see the next decade's evolution of common writer uh so that's where we're going to end the show today if you would like to reach out to us you can find us at the you can find us on various social medias although that might be changing in the near future because i don't know what's going to happen um but the easiest thing to do is to email us the more you nerd at gmail.com the more you nerd at gmail.com and if you are a neophyte like us or if you are a common writer super fan that thinks we should check something out or if you just want to encourage us to actually do a deep dive, we're looking, we're interested. We're looking into uh, it. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're trying to, to, to we're, we're trying to, to figure out some, some timing. Uh, so yes, the more nerd at gmail.com. Uh, in the meantime, gang, we will end the show here as we always do with a rousing nerd, nerd out. out.